Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone, we thought we'd give you a wee taste of our book club podcast because they're some of our favorite conversations to have, and we feel like you're missing out if you aren't part of our book club. So, in saying that, if you want to head to the show notes and join Shit You Should Read About, we have a little discount code for you. Enjoy! bookies uh bell and i have decided two seconds ago that bookies is gonna be the book club pet name uh we have little shits in the newsletter and we have bookies in the book club bell thoughts i love it and <laughs> it it makes me laugh because it's also what you call like um like a tab or like a gambling yes I was a gambling shop yes, but in, in the UK. We're reclaiming bookies, just like we reclaimed slut. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if I've reclaimed slut yet, but like, I remember there was a conversation at some point about it. <laughs> I'm oh on the floor. This is and too much. <laughs> okay, strap no, in bookies. This is why. Yeah, this is why this podcast is purely for our deepest and dearest members of the Siska community. You hear all the unhingedness and perhaps you relate. Yes, that's a whole vision. We are like um, very just kind of mincing around our ideas here. And as we promised when we set up Book Club, none of this is going to be like university, English literature, media studies, analysis, uh, because who has time for that these days? We're worn out women. But just want this to feel like we're yeah. all catching up in real life, um, gossing over this gorge yes. book, um, which brings me to a gorge quick segue um, of our new app, our new app that we invented. <gasps> no. And a new app that we totally built. Actually, Belle did famously say on Culture Vulture last week that it felt like I had built the yeah, app. inside your it mind. had a little flower and it was <laughs> <laughs> But no, everyone, I'm sure you're all on, I'm sure everyone listening to this is already on Geneva. And because you would have seen the photos that we posted of us recording this right now. It's just so cute, everyone. It's so cute. And I love just watching, it's like, Everyone kind of make friends on there and share their ideas yes. and thoughts. It feels way more intuitive than yeah. the Substack chat we were having yeah. on theirs, although we still love that. Um, it's just so fucking cute. And every time yes. I open it, it's pure joy. And I just love everyone's ideas and thoughts, feelings, emotions. And if, if, if that's all we can bring to the world, I'm fucking stoked. No, literally same. And it feels no, – honestly, every time we talk about the app, I feel like I'm like – whining about it like I'm going no I love it like no and it's like why yeah. am I whining about this app and maybe it's because usually when you have to download a new app it feels like a chore and then you open it and you feel depressed and you feel like pressured but this one I'm like 
I'm so used to whining about apps that now I'm whining in a good way because it's so funny how much plugging we do. I know it. Also, I was just going to say it also sounds like we are doing like a 2000 and like 14 influencer campaign where we're pretending that this isn't an ad, like an ad. It's not an ad. But anyway, I feel like I'm carrying my journal around in this app. Belle, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, the book of the month. General thoughts. Give me them. Okay. As I was uh, arriving here, I was thinking like this, usually I have like a good structure in my mind for when we do a podcast, but this is has been so hard to uh, critique or talk about because there's so much and it's so good. I just feel like this book burst my life opened. And I think so many people, it's not an original hot take, are saying like, I'm not a gamer. I'm not really interested in gaming. It's astonishing to me that I can love a book so much that's set in a whole reality that I don't ever really encounter or experience myself. And I perhaps thought was exclusive to a certain type of of, of community or, or person. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go on a quick rant and then is that is that cute? That my hot thoughts. Um, <laughs> you can go on a quick rant. Uh, that's all this podcast is about. Okay. My two deep loves for me from this. One is like, it's this kind of confused me. It's been promoted as a love story. And we were just talking about this on at GenevaRap.com about like, (laughs) (laughs) it's never struck me as a love story. Obviously, there are romances and there are relationships in this book. But the relationship between Sam and Sadie, to me, I was so overjoyed to read because in a way, it kind of reminds me of our working relationship or working collabor- collaborations I've had with friends that have fucking changed my life. And I saw so much of what you do, Luce, with Ruby running Cisco, but just like it, the power of ideas and the power of friendship. And why do we always have to kind of conflate that with romantic love? And I think that was confusing in terms of how it it has been spoken about. It's a love story, but it's a love of work and a love of ideas. And Yeah, but I feel like it's in its promotion, it was promoted as a love story, but not the love story you expect. Like it was, I don't, yeah. it wasn't yeah, like. this is true. This it is wasn't true. like, um, it always had the little, little tease of like, but not quite the one Boy you meets expect. Girl. But I will say, again, in the fucking Geneva chat, a point that I really loved was like, but why do we all want and expect there to be, you know, this friendship to turn into a love story by the end? Like we sort of are all like chomping at the bit for them to, not particularly in this case, I think Gabrielle's even did a good job at making us not want Sam and Sadie to get together in the end, but I feel like for at least a period we were all expecting it to happen. And it's like, yeah. Like what you're saying. Why? Their story. What did Sadie say? She said at the end, like, she never asked him out on a date because the love that they had, um, she said, like, relationships or romantic love is common or something, but the love that they have is not common. And it's she, she like, prefers it. 
And I thought that was really interesting. Oh, that. Oh, like, there's so much. I know. It's, it's, it, that's what I mean. It's so hard to talk about this book. That sucker punched me. And I've heard Gabriel Zevin in an interview say, there is no Sadie without Sam. You, ca- I couldn't never write those two characters in isolation of each other. Mm. And I think we're so conditioned to believe that success is love or, or success is romantic love and, and, and conflict resolves in marriage or a coming together in a romantic way. But it's just like two friends who broke apart this gaming industry, it, it's fucking special. And I, I, I really hope, I'm really interested to see the kind of flow and effect this will have on literature and pop culture to come where maybe we'll start seeing more explorations of these creative working relationships and friendships that are not like, and then at the end, they got married. <laughs> no, I know. Okay, there's so many in just what you just said. First of all, on gaming, I, well, and then me, first of all on gaming, and then first first of all, I <laughs> have grown up, I've never been a gamer, but I've been, well, I kind of have, I've been obsessed with um, like online worlds, like I was obsessed with, first of all, it was like My Little Pony when I was a kid, and, and on the computer, and then like The Simpsons game on the PlayStation, and Club Penguin, and Moshi Monsters, and Neopets, and Habbo, and any world I can get into that's not my own, still to this day is one of my favourite places to be. It's probably why I fucking love the internet so much. But I've always loved gaming. And so this book, it wasn't unusual to me that I loved it. But when I was recommending it to people, I was like, I don't know if you'll love it because you don't have this sort of, like, love for these worlds that I think maybe I had. But then I went to listen to Gabrielle Zevin speak at the Auckland Writers' Festival and she said... Yes, she loved gaming, but what she loved more was that she got to write about a history that she had been there from the start for. Like, she was there at the very beginning of gaming, and she's there now at where gaming is now. So it's not like she has to go and dive into this complex history that she wasn't even alive for. Like, somehow she has been around for this the entire duration of gaming, and that made it really cool for her to write. She's How often have you seen history from start to finish or start to where it's at and get to write about it oh my god totally also she said both of her parents worked at IBM right so you can feel this like deep connection with technology and, and gaming and I also loved the way that um the process of making those games kind of emulated and she talks about this the process of writing the book and this like collision of ideas and commerce and and um, and then you have Marx as a character who she's like, you know, Sam and Sadie are these puritanical artists, but you need someone to like market it for you and bring it into the world. And I and heard her, was that on the Barnes and Noble podcast? Yes. And she was talking, I listened to that and she was talking about how he reminds her of like, she's the artist that writes the book, but she needs the people to make sure she needs marketers to make sure people read the book and that's what marks is for the yeah. game and sometimes yes. he's looked over and he's like a fucking shining light in this book i reckon oh i know someone in a- another bookie was mentioning in the chat about like the frustration of two main characters who can't communicate their needs properly to each other and we were talking about 
parallels of that in normal people where you are just like mm. screaming at the screen or at the book like oh my god just fucking tell them how you feel and and I really felt that here in this book as well um even though less romantically you're just like oh my god tell him you moved yes. the company to California for him like and yeah. Ah, and isn't it just crazy yes. how humans like sabotage themselves through through inability to communicate but that was also like this crazy plot driver at the same time if you want to hear more of our conversations about the books we're reading in our book club you can come and join shit you should read about which is the very apt name for our book club where we give you access to our group chats our full podcast episodes our weekly prompts our roundups it's just the cutest community on the internet and even better if you click the link in the show notes you can get a discount um, to become a Cisco supporter and join the book club so See you there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.